Welcome back, everybody. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference of Illinois, and thank you for listening or watching our program here today. Uh, thanks to Mark McCombs joining us in the first 20 minutes. And now we're going to make a transition to the sunny state of Florida. Uh, it is not sunny here, but it is sunny where our next guest uh, resides from. His name is Mike Sheedy. He is the executive director of the Catholic Conference of Florida. Mike, are you with us? There he is. Yes, Bob. Hey, good sure morning. Great to be with you. Good, good morning or good afternoon. Your afternoon, I think, right? Yeah. Well, this show's being taped, so this is a morning. We'll say morning. <laughs> Mike, thanks for taking some time to join us uh, here this morning. So um, you are my counterpart in Florida for those who uh, are listening or watching, and Mike does the uh, public policy work for the bishops in that state. Um, I, Illinois has six bishops. You have how many do you have to report to? Well, we have eight bishops eight. from seven dioceses. Eight from seven. Okay, I have six and a bunch of auxiliaries, but uh, I, th- I think <laughs> you could, <laughs> yeah, that, that that's enough. Um, Mike, tell us a little bit about, um, so you guys have been in the news lately, if you haven't noticed. Um, all over the country, everybody's talking about what's going on in Florida with regard to this controversial legislation. Um what is the bill that we're talking about? What did it do? Uh, the, this is the bill that pertains to what's taught or not taught in, uh, I think it's only public schools, or is it Catholic schools as well? I assume it's just public. It is just public schools, Bob, and it is uh, House Bill 1557, Parental Rights in Education. Um, it does a number of things. It's probably in response to uh, some policies, procedures established in a number of counties across Florida. Uh, that relate to um, school district personnel and, and how they will involve parents uh, in situations when a ch- there's been a change in a child's uh, services or monitoring in the school that relates to their physical, emotional, mental health, or well-being. And there have been some challenging cases that result from some of these policies, and the legislature, I think, try to take a re- to respond to those uh, to bring. Uh, just some greater clarity and greater parental involvement in these cases. When I, I just out of curiosity, did the Florida Catholic Conference? Did you take a position on the bill? You didn't. Yeah. Uh, Why we, would we you? Really it's a public school it. issue, right? Yeah. It was, and I, granted, a lot of uh, Catholic kids go to Catholic schools, and we promote, you know, the common good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was something that, honestly, Bob, uh, was clearly going to pass, uh, whether we took a position or not. And uh, we monitored it to see if it would have any applicability in our schools. Um, really had no concerns with this bill. Um, yeah, we, we generally do the same thing here in Illinois. When there's, there's a mandate on the public schools, we, we have, uh, but it's rare when we will take a position on bills that pertain just to public schools and not to, not, and if we're in it, obviously we do, um, but we do what you probably did, which is monitor it to see if it would affect the non-public school community, and if not... Well, it's not really our it's not our place per se uh, to take a public position. I'm just curious, like when that bill was going through, um, and it passed. When when did it pass? It was this year, right? Is, did it pass this it year? Pa- it just recently passed. It just yeah, recently it was passed. Signed okay. Just recently as well, um, and you know, it, it was. It's interesting. It got probably more attention after it passed. That was my uh, question. When it, stakeholders, yeah. When it was going on, did you have any idea it would be this national firestorm? I mean, this you you monitor probably a lot of bills like we do. Did you have any idea that this was going to what would happen? Well, I think so. Yes, you, you did. Know, okay. I mentioned you know that there were requirements for the districts to to involve parents in some things. 
there was also a provision that prohibits uh, discussions led by instructors or, or teachers uh, for kids from kindergarten through grade three in the area of sexual orientation or gender identity. And given those topics yeah. um, being debated and, and creating sort of a safe zone to protect against that, there's no surprise that it became uh, a pretty um, hotly debated Bill. Yeah. yeah. And, and and now that the, the governor has it and I mean, I, it's pretty obvious he's got some you know national aspirations and you know, he's he's out there talking about this. And I'm just kind of curious to hear your take on it, it seems like Disney has really kind of become the epicenter of this conversation now. And, you know, living thousands of miles from where you are. But, you know, the national media is the national media. It, it's it is a little concerning. I'll just speak personally to me. To hear some of the uh, higher-ups at Disney um, saying some of the things that they're saying about their programming, about their orientations, about their goals and everything, and, and, I, and I'm, I'm not being critical of Disney, but, but it, it, it does seem like, you know, <clears throat> this company, this or, or, or Disney that had such a, a pristine image about families and children and everything, and, and we hear some of the, the conversations going on by their upper-level management, it, it is a little concerning now, and it just seems like we're in an area that is increasingly uncomfortable for a lot of us. I would have to agree with you, Bob. When it gets into you know these questions as, as Catholics you know, about what it is to be human, anthropology, uh, some of the new ideas that are creeping in that are gaining traction, perhaps unbelievably, um, it is it is interesting when you get into questions about sex and, and quote unquote gender identity. Um, it, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's very yeah. interesting. We got it in the sports, uh, <laughs> do we ever, right. non-discrimination in employment. Um, yeah. it's, it's quite, I will say for Disney's part, Bob, um, I think that probably their governmental affairs people looked at this bill and said, you know, this is not an unreasonable bill. Um, yeah. I think that for people, for young kids, do we need to be introducing questions about gender identity and, 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 sexual orientation, you know, up through the third grade. And after third grade, by the way, uh, the bill does require that any discussions initiated by um, an instructor are age appropriate. But um, I think that they said, this is kind of reasonable. We shouldn't bother this. And and, and honestly, Disney's enjoyed a lot of favor in in the policy realm over over decades, really. They've they've made their home here. They're moving a lot of their leadership from California to Florida because it's a great environment for Disney. Now, unfortunately, they've drawn the ire of uh, the governor, and I think a lot of the leaders in the legislature, folks, uh, who have been supportive of Disney, um, you yeah, know, and, and things are changing, perhaps, yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 we, we're observing the same thing here um, about Disney's response to this because it, from what I've read. Um, after the fact, I think the CEO said, well, they tried to work behind the scenes to do some things, which is very behind the scenes because no one seems to have any knowledge of that. They didn't sign in on the bill, I don't think. Um, so I, I, you know, the people that track legislation are usually pretty knowledgeable about what is in those bills and, and how it affects their particular entity, whether it's, you know, Catholic conference directors or Disney lobbyists. So they probably made a determination that, well, this is not really our, our fight one way or the other and, and probably proceeded as this. And now that the firestorm has come out, I think they've been, it seems like their higher ups have now recalculated that spin that they're making to the national press. So it's been a really interesting thing to observe. I would, I would observe too, Bob, along that line that um, I think that it's, it's not an unreasonable bill, but I do think that the folks who, trying to actively promote you know 
questionable anthropologies and yep. ways of thinking about it being human, they are extremely reactive. They tend to create a firestorm. Um, they tend to be prone to hyperbole and exaggeration. You know, the, the I guess the pejorative moniker for this bill became the don't say gay yeah, bill. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, you know, people can have respect for people who are of homosexual orientation, um, but you know that's really not what the bill is all about. It, it's trying to involve parents in that in that yep. in those situations. Kids yep. are struggling, and we would all agree that kids maybe who have sexual orientation struggles should be supported and respected and get the support they need to address their their issues. And um, but you know it's it's we see it in on, on we've seen it. I'm, I think of uh, Indiana having passed a religious freedom restoration act. It's milder than Florida's that passed a decade ahead of time. But when that passed, it created a firestorm and people were backing away from that. Or right. North Carolina passing. A right. law that was, seemed very reasonable, but th I, there was so much controversy and energy created around it that, you know, it was sort of a scorched earth policy by proponents of what I would say is a bad anthropology. Right, and I think they lost the the NCAA tournament. Indiana or North Carolina did, and somebody lost the. Yeah, it's, it seems like this. There's this knee jerk reaction uh, in in the press that with these corporations that causes them to do things that perhaps they didn't want to do, but they had to respond to the, the the fire in front of them. Is it? Give us a sense for like people in Florida. Is this is this a quote unquote hot topic? Is this a big topic? Because it is a big topic throughout the rest of the country. But you're there. Um, I mean, is this on people's minds and are you kind of sick of it? <laughs> I would think it seems like a never ending story. You know, Bob, it is, it's been in the news here as well. Yeah. I mean, certainly, you know, in the political press and in the media, uh, we get plenty of inquiries, people wondering about why we yeah. didn't take a, a, a bigger role in this or mm -hmm. what should they say? What should they think about it? People had just questions, honestly, legitimate questions because they're reading different reports exactly. and couldn't make sense of them. But I think, um, you know, one of the encouraging things um, is that there's really widespread support for the actual provisions in the bill. We've seen, you know, articles about polling um, that show, you know, even a majority of Democrats or more Democrats support the provisions in the bill than, um, than oppose them. Um, Republicans support it very strongly. And so I think when people understand what's in the bill, it's kind of encouraging that people are um, are thinking in what we would say is a pretty healthy way about it when they really understand it. That's what we're reading here, too, is, uh, I mean, I think, I don't know if those polls are Florida-specific or national. I think they could be national uh, when people understand what's in the actual bill. I, I think you said to, in the 60-some-odd percent support it, and and even a majority, I think, of Democrats support it, and Republicans seem to support it at a, at a higher level. So it, it, it's kind of one of these issues where, you know, I, I think that— uh, and I'm not sure if it were still here at the early stages of the social media phenomena, but it sure seems like when Twitter lights up on something, that energy bleeds over into the mainstream press in ways that I, I don't think are accurately reflective of where people are. Um, but the fact that, I mean, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. I've read that, you know, only like 20% of the population actually reads Twitter and like 5% of the people on Twitter tweet like 90 something percent of the content so we're not talking about you know raw numbers but it sure has that component of what's interesting and uh and and to be fair to the issue on both sides i i think you know the governor is also not backed down and kind of punched back so that elevates it and so we just kind of keep going here until you know who knows when this is going to end you i know, think other states are talking about this now so who knows this was a bill that you know people had not seen before. I think it yeah. really did emerge in mm -hmm. Florida for the first uh, in the in the first state really that had it, and 
Um, I, you know, the governor has hit on a couple of hot topics, you know, that are mm-hmm. sort of more national, political, yes. newsworthy sort of things. And I think this is one that, you know, if you're if you're casting bets or making investments and things to focus on, this is one that if you're looking to make it make news and, and, and get some support from a partisan base, this has yielded a great return. Yeah, it sure does. You know, we love these fighting fighting woke corporations like Disney who are making crazy, yep. you know, taking crazy positions. I think it's it's serving them well. Yeah, yeah. So where does this go? Um, I, I, are we going to keep talking about this for a while? I mean, eventually this will morph into something different, but I, it seems like it's still got a little energy behind it for now anyway. At least it does yeah. in the national press. I think a number of states are, are following suit. I think the last thing that I saw is probably 18 states are introducing similar wow. bills. Here we go. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if it's already been filed, but, you know, one of the key uh, opponents of the bill has indicated an, an intention to, to file suit over it. Of course. Um, I right. think there will be there will be litigation on this and we'll see where it goes, you know. Yeah. See, it's, it's, I would say it's the first foray. I think, you know, depending on who you talk to, it could be stronger. It could be, and that may be where we go in the future in Florida, or, you know, it could be weakened as well. But um, and I will just add, Bob, you know, to, to show the balance here, you know, if there is a provision in the bill that if, if district personnel are concerned that a child, a reasonably prudent person uh, would think that a child will be in danger of abuse as a result of it, things being disclosed to a parent, um, it doesn't have to be disclosed. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, it's it's yeah the facts. No, never let the facts get in the way of a good story. We, we yeah, we, this bill will never come to Illinois. Nothing like it will. Um, we actually deal with things on the other side of the spectrum with mandating all sorts of things on comprehensive sex ed. Now we want to t- indoctrinate kindergartners and gender identity and all this sort of thing. And it's created, it's an interesting phenomenon here. Just the opposite is uh, we're getting a little bit of pushback now in some of the suburbs, suburban areas, against this new mandate that's coming that will be implemented next school year. And uh, the whole thing of what's going on in our public schools and our public education system is is very concerning about what's being taught and how it's being taught and the agendas behind that. And uh, and so we're kind of on on, on the opposite end of the issue um, here in Illinois. And I know many of the other blue states are in a similar situation. So uh, th- this is not going to end. Uh, I think there's going to be a battle here. You know, this is a culture war that we're in the middle of. And uh, I think you used the, pronoun- the proper uh, terminology earlier. It's This is the uh, you know improper anthropological interpretation of who we are as human beings. And that's what we're trying to say. Um, you know, men are created differently from women. It's not all that complicated. It's been the t- teachings for, well, it's been the way of, of like 2,000 years or whatever it's been. So uh, it, it's just funny how, as we're moving on here, how that gets more and more controversial when, you know, 10 years ago that was taken as a given, but whatever. Mike, thanks for taking some time this morning. Um, best of luck to you. Are you guys still in session then? Or you, do you, you have still more fun to come or are you done? We're done, Bob. Good. Uh, we're out of session. Uh, we're going to have a special session on um, redistricting for probably oh. a day or two. Um, yep. But beyond that, you know, all of our substantive issues are done except for redistricting. So you won't so. come back then till, uh, till the till after the election, I take it, or next year? You know, that's right. There's some speculation. There may be some other special sessions as well. Um, but, but 
right now there's nothing else scheduled. Good. We're in the same boat. We're, we finished early, so I'm, I'm very happy. We, we've, this is the earliest we've ever adjourned. Uh, we adjourned on Friday the 8th. And so, uh, yeah, we're done too. And it's nice to be done in April. It's a strange and, feeling. And I just want to say, I'll take it. I want to say congratulations. Up, I heard that you all, um, you know, improved your state scholarship program a little we bit this did. year. Way to go! Congratulations. We did. we did. Next year's the big year. We're going to try to continue it for the next ten years or or indefinitely. So that's what we're getting ready for next year. So. But that's next year. We'll worry about that. We, we have some time to prepare for it, and we're working on that already. So, Mike, thanks for taking some time to join us this morning. Um, I will see you in Milwaukee uh, in a couple months. Sounds, great, Sounds good. You Mike, bet. thanks Look for taking some time it. this morning to talk about what's going on in Florida. Uh, that was Michael Sheedy, everybody. He is the director of the Florida Catholic Conference. Don't go away. We'll be right back. We're going to be joined by Shane Hartman. He is the uh, director of the, let's see, Illinois Church Action on Alcohol and Addiction Problems. Don't go away. We'll be right back.